Jesus is tested in the wilderness. When Jesus is baptized by John in the Jordan River, it marks the beginning of his public ministry. The king has arrived and his baptism is his coronation. So what will his first move be? Will he deliver a powerful speech? Will he perform a jaw-dropping miracle? No. Instead, Jesus is led by the Spirit into the wilderness where he will spend 40 days and 40 nights without food or companionship and face off his adversary, the devil. Matthew 4, 1 through 11. Jesus emerges from this wilderness experience victorious, but he and his adversary will face off again. For now, it is time for Jesus to advance his kingdom. Let's see what the king does next. Matthew 4, 12 through 17. When Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he withdrew to Galilee. Leaving Nazareth, he went and lived in Capernaum, which was by the lake in the area of Zebulon and Naphtali, to fulfill what was said through the prophet Isaiah. The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people living in darkness have seen a great light, and those living in the land and the shadow of death, a light has dawned. From that time on, Jesus began to preach, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. The Kingdom of God When Jesus emerges from the wilderness, he learns that John the Baptist has been imprisoned. The end of John's public ministry launches Jesus into the spotlight, and he picks up where John left off preaching the same message, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. As we mentioned in day one of this Bible experience, the phrases kingdom of heaven and kingdom of God can be used interchangeably. Contrary to what many people assume, when Jesus talks of heaven, he is not talking about a place where we'll go after we die. He is telling us that a new age has dawned and with it a new way of living. An eternal quality of life is available to us right now. What does it mean to live in the kingdom of God? To answer that, we first have to understand that every one of us has a kingdom. Your kingdom is that sphere in which what you say goes. Having a kingdom is not a bad thing. Having a kingdom is actually part of what it means to be made in the image of God. For God, too, has a kingdom. His kingdom is the sphere in which things go the way God wants them to go. In his kingdom, everything that happens is his will and meets with his delight. In God's kingdom, there is peace, joy, freedom. His kingdom is full of love, purpose, and meaning. His kingdom is heaven. Now on earth, all our individual kingdoms intersect and merge and form larger kingdoms like families, corporations, nations, systemic systems. All of this together is what we might call the kingdoms of the earth. And let's face it, our kingdoms have not gone very well. Our kingdoms have resulted in violence, poverty, corruption, and oppression. This is ultimately the human condition, a collection of broken and corrupt kingdoms. And so, 2,000 years ago, Jesus came to the earth with an announcement that would change everything. 
Jesus said that with his coming, heaven was breaking through to earth. The kingdom of God was here. This good news meant that there was now a new way, a better way of living in this world, a way of peace, joy, and freedom, a way full of love, purpose, and meaning that can be lived out in our neighborhoods, workplaces, and families. We don't have to wait until after we die to experience heaven. The kingdom of God has come near. So what does it mean to live in the kingdom of God? It means surrendering our own kingdoms to God's kingdom. It means aligning our will with God's will. It means declaring our allegiance to the king and choosing to live in the ways of his kingdom. One day Jesus will return, and everything that is not aligned with the kingdom of God will pass away. But for now, Jesus invites us to join him in bringing heaven to earth. He invites us to follow him. And as we'll see tomorrow, Jesus' invitation presents a choice that every one of us has to make. Reflection questions. Where in your own life and in the world do you see evidence of the kingdom of heaven breaking through? Where in your own life and in the world do you see the kingdoms of this earth still reigning 